Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm. So let's get into it with the recap. In the past, Fett discovers Fennec Shan dying from a gut shot. He takes her to Moss Eisley, where her life is saved with cybernetics. In return, Fett requests her help to break into Jabba's palace and reclaim his ship. After fighting the guards and retrieving the ship, Shan decides to partner up with Fett. They kill the biker gang that Fett believes to have massacred his tribe before flying to the Sarlacc pit to retrieve his armor, which they discover isn't there. In the present, Fett witnesses Kersantan fighting Trandoshans in the sanctuary and hires him. He urges Doc Strassi and Mos Espa's other crime bosses to unite against the Pike Syndicate, but they refuse. With the Rancor's presence, Fett convinces them to remain neutral while he fights the Syndicate alone. Shan suggests that they hire some reinforcements for the imminent war. And we get the Mando theme. That's literally the most exciting thing that's happened in this show. Yeah, and we got, we, so he's going to hire Mando or the Mando squad or Team Mando or all the Mandalorians, all of them, we'll see. Not Cara Dune. Not Cara Dune. She's busy forever. Uh, apparently she might be back next season, so we'll see. I heard Disney might have reneged on their firing of her and like she'll be back next season. I would be pretty speculative about that. No, it is speculation, but I don't know. I mean, I like the character, but I hate the actress. I love the character. I love her vibe, love her look. She's gorgeous. She's problematic. Yeah, it sucks that she's such an anti-science belligerent individual, let's say. But that being said, uh, we will get some Mando action in the next episode. And what I find also interesting is that it's slated that Dave Filoni is going to be directing, um, I think, the episode after that. So uh, my theory, and I know we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, is that we're going to get some Cad Bane action. Because when Filoni you know, takes the helm, it's because we're going to focus on a character that he knows intimately. You know, you know, he did the Ahsoka episode for obvious reasons. That's his domain. And the character I can assume closestly related to this whole situation would be Cad Bane, or it's a flashback of like young Boba. But I'm I'm hoping against hope we get some live action Cad Bane action going on. We're gonna get like a grown up Omega. Ugh, I mean, that too. It could be that. It could be that. What if we get Rex? We could get Rex. But I believe he's the actor said that he would love to play Rex relatively recently. So unless that's a, you know, a uh, a red herring that he put out there because he hasn't played Rex, we'll see. Either way, it's going to be a Clone Wars or animated character coming in from the past it seems likely yeah for the Filoni episode uh speaking of rex for one second i love Temuera morrison and i think he's great i think he'd be really good as rex because it's more age appropriate do you know how old boba fett is right now or he's supposed to be canonically in this show um i haven't done the math i would assume somewhere in his 40s 41 41 yeah yeah Timon's a little older He's he's twenty years older than that. Yeah, yeah. This should, this would be a good age for Rex, not Boba. Yeah, uh, I mean Boba Fett apparently has had a real hard life. Well, I mean he got burned like by acids and all the other stuff. He only just healed. That was one of the things I revealed. Like, oh, he just healed for the first, you know, like finally after all that time, all the back to tank visits. Um, so maybe now he'll actually fight like a like a like a person, you know, like he'll be a good fighter. I, I he I feel like every single fight he people are getting the best better of him, and it, if it's not for the people around him, specifically Fennec, and in this episode, like continued to prove the point that like he is nothing without Fennec. I I, I mean it's got to be the point. Like both of the fights, Fennec has come to the rescue. 
I mean, I assume it's for a purpose that they're showing that Fennec is so good at this. Like, the fight was amazing. Like, the fight in the in the hangar was so fucking cool. I loved it. But it, it definitely sh- continued to show that Fennec's the one doing the heavy lifting here. Yeah, like, Boba Fett wasn't even really good at getting the ship out of the hangar. Yeah, and she, she, she got it figured out. And he has the audacity to say, I hope you know what you're doing. Dude, she's the only one who knows what she's doing. I even screamed it at the television when I first watched it. I'm like, dude. And then he, like, scolds her for, like, letting the bomb out to kill the Sarlacc when the Sarlacc was eating the ship. Don't touch my buttons. That Sarlacc's fucking dead, right? Yeah, the Sarlacc's dead now. Definitely dead. I thought the Sarlacc was dead after he flamethrowed the damn thing. Um, But, like, no, I guess not. And he's scolding her for saving the day again. So he has no right to ever mock her or question her at all. Like, We're kind of skipping over him saving her, though. Um. I fucking love that mod parlor. Yeah, the mod parlor is great. Even though it doesn't belong on this planet at all, it it I do like the mod parlor. It's nice to get a little bit more uh uh you know development on this cyberpunk culture that's there. This weird cyberpunk resurgence on Tatooine. Yeah, it's like it seems like it just crawled out of a Coruscant bar in Night City. You know, it's 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 full on cyberpunk all the way down to the music. Um, it's there. I I dug the whole vibe of it. And I like the interior and what they were doing. The mods were cool. I like the whole like practical visuals on what he was doing inside of Fennec. That was really awesome. I, I don't know. I, 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 as a cyberpunk junkie, take great pleasure in seeing stuff like that. It was all very practical, no digital. Um, that was cool. I'd like to see that guy come back, though. They didn't name him, but like he had such a cool vibe to him. Yeah, I mean, give me a whole cyberpunk series. But like again, the same vein, I always worry about like star wars getting a little too not that cyberpunk doesn't belong in star wars it it can it's just there's so many cool things about cyberpunk that would never work within i think star wars lore and i i i think we're seeing some of that weirdness here even one of those vespas those bright blue vespas was parked out front so it's like that element the bright colors were a little weird to me i'm pretty sure this guy is single-handedly responsible for that being a thing on Tatooine for everyone so maybe they get some development of it maybe not i mean this this whole episode was called the gathering of the storm and usually when you when the word gathering appears in uh, an episode it's like usually a pilot you know that when you're getting the gathering of heroes but here we're in episode four and now we're having our gathering so we're getting everyone together who will be responsible for helping up boba you know we have we had a we had the bar scene where we you know where we get bk involved we get the 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 other crime lords we get fennec we get the, maybe hopefully the cyberpunk people all those people are are going to be i think responsible for the final climax of this whole thing yeah about bk for a second i guess it really is true what they say about wookies yeah i was glad we finally got that and after all the clone wars we had watched like it was so satisfying to see a wookie rip the arms off a trandoshan like it just made me gleeful like watching the transition, just be like, wait, 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 what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna? <laughs> yep, sorry, your entire race had it coming. Stop being assholes. Just, just stop hunting Wookies. If I remember correctly, I think Trandoshans can actually regrow limbs, so he'll be fine. Ugh, damn it. Well, you know, more limbs to rip off later. Walk it off. <laughs> it's not like you ripped your leg off. Fennec says this in the flashback, and they definitely kind of are calling attention to it when Boba says that Nikto speedwriters are the ones that killed Tuscans. She was like, that's really unlikely. 
Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. Like it mostly was the the Pikes or hiring and helping the gang. You know, like I'm waiting for that to connect. One of the things that was confused me because I felt like him going after his ship so he can get vengeance. But he's saying I'm gonna get the the the, you know the I don't know. He made some overweight joke about Bib Fortuna, and I was confused why he's so angry at Fortuna. Like why? Like why is he pissed off at Bib? Like. Didn't he piss off the biker gang already, like, and then they retaliated? I mean, that's the excuse, right? So there is an excuse for them just doing it by themselves. I think the Pikes are involved as well, but I think there's a, there's a logic jump here. Yeah, there was some misplaced anger at Bib Fortuna. Yeah, I don't understand why. It's like, well, you took the job for Jabba, and then we're hanging out by the thing, and then you got eaten by a Sarlacc because someone activated your jetpack, and you, you, you rammed into the side of the ship and got eaten. That's nobody's fault but your own. Nobody's fault for being around and taking opportunity on this. No one told you to do any of this. You know, some of his excuses about like, oh, you know, I, I just, I'm tired of taking these horrible jobs. I'm like, well, then don't take the job. You're a freelancer. Are you under contract? Are you exclusive to people? You're not a slave. Like, even though you named your ship Slave One, like, you're not a slave. And now you're just, you renamed it Fire Spray. Okay, cool. Disney renamed it Fire Spray. I know, but, like, it's, that's what he's calling it now. So, like, he called it the Fire Spray in this. Um, I just, I'm just, that that's confusing me. Like, was he a slave? Was he a bounty hunter slave? No, I don't think that's it exactly. The way he was talking about it implied so much of that energy. And it's like weird to me. What I got out of it is that he's tired of working for idiots who will get him killed, which is a sentiment that I think a lot of like essential workers are feeling currently. No, I get that. That's anybody. But like, I, and I and I understand that. But it just feel like for him to say, I'm going to get back at the guy who betrayed me. It's very personal. And what did Bib do? Because then the next line is the, I'm tired of, of working jobs and people think that will get me killed. But he didn't take a job from Bib. The last job he took was Jabba. A Jabba job. A Jabba job. A Jabba Jabba juice. Awesome Jabba juice. Leia got some Jabba juice. Uh. Um, but it's just, it just confusing me. That line's confusing. Yeah, I, I, I will agree that I do think... Like, I understand him wanting to be his own boss. That makes sense. Um, but the Bib Fortuna thing is a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I get maybe it was just... I mean, I don't know. Maybe Bib, maybe Bib was just an asshole and, like, Boba's really just misplacing this anger. But then doing what? There's been no... There's been no, like, zero character information about Bib and how Bib ran his business at all. Except poorly, apparently. He cut the the the, um, the territory into specific blocks that, that could be easily more easily controlled, which isn't a bad decision as a business decision. It's, he's not screwing anybody over there too hard, I don't think. So I don't know. I mean, we can go on forever because just the information's not there, and I'm just curious if it's going to be something or if we're just supposed to just ignore it. I was like, it's just an excuse so we can go in and have a fight. Something that I think this episode did that I was waiting for it to do is it kind of confirmed the timeline a little bit. When they're going back to the Sarlacc pit, he says that this is where he was trapped all those years ago. So he didn't just spend a long weekend with those Tuscans. He was with them probably for a couple of years. Yeah, well, yeah, this we're now in Mando territory. And so uh, Mandalorian happened, what, you said like four years after Return of the Jedi? Five, uh, five, I think four or five years. Okay, so let's just say five years. So he's been there for five years. Yep. Like that, that is your timeline. And now we're moving forward through time. Um, we are at the probably end of the end of season two of Mando right now. 
Luke Skywalker is is getting Grogu as we speak. Well, yeah, it, it is. Of course it is. Because he at the end of season two, he goes and takes over Jabba's palace. Yeah, so now we're going to get Mando, you know, pre-season three Mando coming in for the for the thing. Dual wielding a Beskar spear and a Darksaber. I'm being very, very sad, missing his little friend. Yeah. Um, Banthas are really cute when you see them up close. I fucking love that Bantha. Yeah, that Bantha was really cute. I hope we get to see him again. Also, I just really like the the implied relationship between Boba and the Bantha, where he's like, oh, old girl, you've been, been such a faithful companion. Go make Bantha babies. Go meet new Banthas. Make Bantha babies. Also, Boba doesn't remember getting mugged by the Jawas. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's annoyed the hell out of me. He obviously doesn't remember escaping the Sarlacc pit because he would remember having his armor on and he went inside to get it. Like, I don't know. I think that they're, they're just trying to like make the story work within this. But we also don't know how he finds out about where his armor is to go help Mando. And I'm curious if they're going to cross that over and then fast forward so we don't have to experience it on that level. And we're just like, well, we'll just figure it out. Let the audience just pretend. I don't know. Um, they have some finagling to do when it comes to that part of the timeline and what he remembers and what he doesn't. So he obviously is a little out of it, like a dream delusion. But it's it's fine. It's fine. He hadn't had his morning black melon yet. Do you think this is the end of the bath time flashbacks? I hope not, because as I said, I still feel like we need some. Um I think, yeah, I think there's maybe, like, a little bit more they could do with it, but I think the gimmick is essentially over. Yeah, all right, we'll see. Maybe you'll have just a dream, or, I don't know. Uh, next episode will be a heavy deterministic factor in that, because he was told specifically, you're fully healed. Like, they didn't have to do that. So next episode is, is a big deal to see about how he fights differently and whether we're getting flashbacks anymore and how, what form that those flashbacks are going to take. Getting back to the Black Melon, do you think Black Melon is coffee now? Because the way you described it is how I how most people describe coffee. It tastes like shit, but eventually you'll crave it. Yeah, pretty much. And like I'm thinking not as like a like a drug, but just as like a no. Like everyone talks about coffee that way. Like it tastes like shit. It smells like shit. It's the most disgusting smell. Anyone in the anything in the universe. I'd rather smell sulfur than coffee. But everyone loves it once they get addicted to it. Oh, that's right. I always forget that you don't like coffee. I loathe the stuff, Jason loathe it you're a damaged boy i'm not damaged you're all damaged because you're all drinking the same crap um how did you like garza flip like trying to talk down black k in the sanctuary i loved it it was like you she did it with class she really did and like it was like oh well you know and she wasn't up like fully upset she was just like <sighs> fine whatever you know she just she was a class she's nothing but class i love her outfit i loved that entire scene, it was great. And I liked uh, how uh, Boba Fett's line response was, well, you know, it was worth a shot. And she just kind of shrugs. Yeah. And she went, all right, I'm back to it. Start the music. Just play it off. It's Tatooine. What are you going to do? It's normal. She was just trying to, you know, run a classy, tight ship. And occasionally shit that, like that still happens. So you got to be prepared and roll with it. Like that guy's arm rolling around. It's just funny because he's a Trandoshan and I can be racist about them because they're assholes. <laughs> um, so we're halfway through the show, more than now. It feels like nothing's happened. But everything has happened. No, no, that's just metaphorical. They're really, I, I agree with you completely. Uh, nothing has really happened. And it's it's interesting that I think we're going to see the next episode like 
I really think the next episode is going to launch us into like some new territory. And this all was a big buildup. Consider it all like the first four episodes are almost issue zero. To get us to the interesting bits. Yeah. And like now we're actually going to go somewhere with this. I mean, that's my theory based upon like the almost like the way they presented this episode. Uh, we, we shall see. We shall see. Um, I, I'm not saying I, I don't like it. I do. There's a lot of good shit here. But it's a very different, slower paced show than what I think everyone was expecting especially with something called the book of boba but i'm i it's i think next episode will be determining if it's if it's still the same energy and nothing is happening then that's just what they wanted and like it or hate it that's the art experience they wanted you to have i I mean i've enjoyed them developing this character i just have this really strong sinking feeling that a lot of people are disappointed with the way that this has gone most people i mean i don't really care about most people's opinion you just care about my opinion I care about your opinion because you and I both share the similar. We didn't care about Boba Fett until now. Like we 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 didn't. Like he was a joke to us. So now we're getting to experience it. Do we like the development? Do we like this character? For the first time, you and I get to decide that rationally outside of the crazy fandom. So by the end of this show, if you and I are not on board with like Team Boba, then that we the blame lies on. Filoni and Favreau, not the fan base, not the original character. If other people are not fans of Team Boba, but you and I like it, I feel like that's more of a response to them needing the character that they made in their heads. Yeah, I would agree with that. But despite him not kicking as much ass as either of us might have liked, I do appreciate that he's out there fighting for native rights and that he's kind of a union man and he wants to basically like have his own little collective where everyone feels valued. Yeah, and he's got respect, and he's living and working for that respect. Uh, And he's a Ronin. He's a Tuscan Ronin now, and he's acting like it. And you can feel that he felt significantly changed from his years with the Tuscans. So from that, he's fighting, I think, their war too and their battle. I think there's going to be a lot more of that coming into it. I I hope that there's not a twist where he's like, psych, I had my own thing. I wanted the gold that was under Tatooine the whole time. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Don't be a jackass. Like, as long as we don't go that route, I think we're good. Um, It's just really about the pacing now. As a show, is the story something worthy of the Star Wars universe? You know, in our eyes. Well, we'll see. Okay, so um, before we go, I have a few more notes that we didn't even touch base about. Um, Like, the little drone droids. I feel like if we had, like, an entire, like, army of those drone droids that Fennec had with like blasters equipped on it that we wouldn't need an army we'd just be done yeah i did i did like the little um it's kind of like a miniature probe droid yeah just a little mini probe droids arm them with a couple of blasters and like you just sneak them in there and like boom done you have like four guards instead of 30 now the droid assistant in uh, java's palace was that the same voice we have need for you on the masa cell bodge and the the dude who is like in the kitchen uh no i don't believe so i think the original voice actor for that died i because they found someone who did really i mean i didn't look it up it just to me it sounded almost exactly they did a they did a fine job finding someone who sounded like that droid i thought boba chasing the little rat catcher droid was kind of goofy but i did really enjoy the rat catcher droid just like shutting itself off like i don't want to deal with this i'm just out and i'm just happy and like those bunny droids always annoyed me in in clone wars so 
Like, I got to go kick out of this. I got a little laugh, even though he still was an annoying Warner Brothers style cartoon. Did you see how the, the chef droid went all like General Grievous with the knives? Yeah, I wrote that he's been watching too many General Grievous droids. When I was watching, that was my first thing. Like, dude, you're just obviously a fan. You're a hyper fan of General Grievous. And then Fennec Chan just comes around and slices the throat and calls it a day. Because Fennec knows what she's doing. She's so good. She is good. She's great. She's amazing. Fennec Chan is like the amazing bounty hunter of this show. This should be called the book of Fennec Chan dealing with Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't understand like why she stays with him. He's he's just showing himself that he he's constantly relying on her, and he's not as an effectual warrior as his reputation makes him out. I understand like he's sick, he's not doing the best, he's not on his all form, but like this is the pitch, like this is the whole thing. She needs to be impressed with him or have a reason to stay. So like either she has a crush or she's bored, because like there's something there that I'm not fully believing in yet, and I feel like we should have. I just think they they could have done a little better to give her a reason to stay beyond like i think she's attracted the idea of what he's trying to what he wants to do but it's like meeting someone randomly in a bar and saying that they have a, a winning lottery ticket or like a magical way of gambling like give me fifteen thousand dollars and let's do it are you gonna believe that guy without doing your homework i feel like she's believing in him without doing her homework but i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see um i'm still enjoying it i just find issues with that yeah i mean i'm all I can say is that I'm pretty fucking gung ho for Din Jaren to show up in the next episode. Yeah, I know we're gonna get some get some Mando, get some Cad Bane after that in order to because I feel like the Huts will hire Cad Bane to go after our our team Boba because Cad Bane has always been the one to go against our team. It would be cool to see uh, Boba Fett finally kill Cad Bane. Oh yeah, is it? That's how it was supposed to be in Clone Wars. We never got that episode. Maybe we'll get it now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be a rematch and they'll refer to a battle, you know, and for us people who know what was up and how Clone Wars was supposed to go, or it'll this will be that battle. I don't know. I'm excited and I hope it goes in that direction. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.